A good morning, Pastor Adam here. I am still testing positive for COVID and still have symptoms. And so uh, this week, our brother Bob Middleton will be uh, preaching live at Faith on Hill uh, for our 1030 a.m. service. Um, but, you know, being sick and being in quarantine, I've been in this room uh, pretty pretty much most of the time uh, for the last week. If you don't know, I tested positive Father's Day Sunday morning. Happy Father's Day to me. Um, and uh, our church was really flexible. And uh, so they ended up just watching the same online service uh, that uh, was, was posted online. Um, but this week, uh, I had hoped to be back, um, but still testing positive, still have symptoms. So um, Bob Middleton's going to be uh, teaching God's word this morning and leading us in worship. Um, and uh, I'm hoping, <laughs> you know, that I will be uh, testing negative here in the next few days and um, be back to full health. So uh, that's that's the goal. Uh, I do want to ask you to be praying. Our denomination is meeting this week in Montana. I was supposed to be there and uh, can't go, um, but uh, Dave and Janelle Centers will be representing our church there. And uh, they're meeting this week uh, for our every four years. We have a big national meeting. And so uh, be praying for them as they make decisions and uh, that God would be with uh, the people there and the spirit of grace and peace would be among all who are gathering. Uh, you know, I don't have a, anything planned. I've been, I've been sick. I've been sleeping. Uh, but I did want to share just a quick thought out of the book of Romans. Romans chapter 15 says, We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. So that's speaking of how uh, he, Jesus bore our shame and our guilt. Um, you know, people who insult uh, Christians, they're just saying the same things that people said directly to Jesus. Uh, verse 4, for everything that is written in the past was written to teach us. Speaking of all the scriptures, uh, the words of the prophets, the words of the law. So that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Boy, boy, do we need hope this year. I, I was, I've talked to many people and there's a general agreement in conversation that 2022 is infinitely harder than 2020 or 2021. Uh, I, was, I, I don't know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and he was saying this is true. I, I, from my experience, he says, I, didn't, I don't know a single teacher who's not feeling just burnt out. I don't know a single first responder who doesn't just feel the weight of the world on their shoulders. I don't, I don't know anyone who doesn't have um, stress points, maybe in family relationships or in uh, you know, community relationships. We need that hope that Paul's writing about here. Verse five says, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. You know, we think about endurance and encouragement. We think about ourselves and moving forward. But Paul says it's actually for other people. So that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul says we need endurance and encouragement so that we can have this mind of hope Towards each other, and in doing so, we will glorify God. Verse 7 Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. How did Jesus accept me? 
He accepted me not fully formed. He accepted me with all kinds of flaws and warts and issues and baggage. Paul says, accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you. You know, there's all kinds of divides going on in the world right now. And sadly, they're in the church. There's divides in the church. Divides between old and young, between right and left, between rich and poor. We are to accept each other despite these divides. We shouldn't look at, if you're a conservative Christian, you shouldn't look at liberal Christians as the enemy. If you're a liberal Christian, you shouldn't look at conservative Christians as the enemy. We are sisters and brothers in Jesus. Jesus came despite all of our issues and accepted us. How can we do anything less than what our master did? Verse 8, for I tell you that Christ became the servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth so that the promises made to the patriarchs, that's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed and moreover that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. So what Paul's saying in his day, the divide wasn't between old and young or right or left. The divide was between Jew and Gentile. And he's saying Jesus came as a servant of the Jews because he loves the Jewish people. And Jesus also came so that the Gentiles, the non-Jewish people, will come to faith and glorify God. So Jesus came to serve both sides. And if we're just looking around at the divides in our world saying, which side are you on, God? We're missing the whole point. Jesus came to seek and save the lost that exist on all sides of all divides. As it is written, verse 9, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, and I will sing praises of your name. Again, it says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with all his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the people extol him. And again, the prophet Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up. That's a messianic title. And if you're doing our 20-minute Bible study podcast, you know about Jesse, the father of David. Uh, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope, verse 13, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of of the Holy Spirit. I want to just leave this with these thoughts here. Our world is so divided and there is so much tension going on and there's so much, we don't want to listen to anybody. And I've seen this, we've seen this in the last couple of days specifically. People on every side, they just want to say their thing and they don't want to listen to someone else. They don't want to hear the concerns. They don't want to hear the hopes. They don't want to hear the fears. We just want to tell you how it should be. But what's going on here? Paul four times quotes Jewish prophets writing in the scripture, speaking of the Gentiles. And what I think that's making a picture of is that here is one side being used to bless the other side. And one side, you know, this idea of seeing each other and saying, how can I serve the other? How can I bless the other? It's really hard to hate a group of people that you pray for. It's really hard to hate a group of people that you're serving that changes our hearts. And as that happens, I think we see hope. Hope springs up. Hope doesn't just come from me because you know what? I could be hopeful one minute and then the next minute just be totally down. But as God, the Holy Spirit works in my life, brings hope. How does God work in your life through the Holy Spirit? The Bible says the Holy Spirit's with people in three different ways. 
the Holy Spirit is with people. The, the, the Holy Spirit comes and is with people, calling them to Jesus. And so if you are not a Christian, if you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, the Holy Spirit is with you right now, calling you to surrender and give your life in faith to Jesus so that your sins may be forgiven and so that you may have hope for victory in this life and in eternity. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is in those who believe. So when somebody gives true faith and surrender to Jesus Christ, God the Holy Spirit actually enters our spirits and brings us out of the death that we were in and brings us to life through Jesus' death and resurrection. And so if you are a Christian, a true believer, then the Holy Spirit of God is in you, bringing us from death into life. And then finally, the Bible describes the Holy Spirit being upon people. And we see this in the book of Acts, where there are people who are Christians. They are saved. They, they have the Holy Spirit in them. But they, we need the Holy Spirit to come upon us in power so that we can live in this hope that the book of Romans here is talking about in chapter 15. So you say, well, I don't know if I have the Holy Spirit upon me. Pray. Ask, don't you think that God wants to give you good things? I don't know if I have the Holy Spirit in me. Pray and repent and, and seek Jesus. I don't know if the Holy Spirit is with me. Friend, I can assure you the Holy Spirit is with every person calling them to Jesus. I, I know that, you know what, there's all kinds of things going down that, that bring us down. This week has not been fun for anyone. And I know that more than anyone because I've had COVID on top of everything else. But you know what? I believe that God works in the lives of individual people as he always has. Now, this is not the longest sermon or online service you'll ever hear. But you know what? We have a lot of resources online. Uh, we have our 20-minute Bible study podcasts. If you haven't been, been watching those, you can go back and start catching up. Uh, we have our Talk About Anything podcast, which is new. The second episode should be released this week. Uh, and as it sounds, we're going to literally talk about anything. No topic is off the table. It's a long form conversational podcast. And then we're also looking at possibly doing a third podcast uh, that just is a big picture view of books of the Bible. And so uh, all those resources are available. You can go to faithonhill.com. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. You can search Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You just have to search Faith on Hill. And you can follow us, of course, on Instagram and Facebook at Faith on Hill. My name is Adam Thank you for joining us this morning. I hope that you are well, that you are blessed. If you want to say a prayer for my recovery, I'd appreciate it. But more so, let's pray together uh, for our uh, denomination, our group of churches as they meet this week. And let's also pray for our nation that the peace and the hope of Jesus would be seen more evidently than the strife and the rage of people.